Hello, my sacred friend. Welcome to this episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about four sacred practices or wisdom practices for the fall equinox. Thursday, September 22nd marks the fall, cha- the fall equinox, the change from summer to the fall season. This is one of my absolute favorite times of the year. It's one of my favorite times to be in the forest. I feel like I can just kind of sit back and watch the leaves literally change right before my eyes. <laughs> the coloring of many of the trees is already shifting into this beautiful golden color. And in just a couple of weeks, maybe not even, the whole canopy here will be a beautiful golden yellow. Yes, the forest literally turns to gold here. Um, It feels really magical and is one of my favorite places to be. As we near this fall season, we're being called to the second, the, the dark half of the year. We're being called to begin our journey within. The fall equinox really is this gateway that it opens the door or invites us to cross the threshold into that dark season to begin that journey within. And um, as we move through the season, we notice the hours of darkness expanding and the hours of daylight becoming fewer and fewer and fewer. Now, these are all obvious things, things I know you already know, but sometimes when we sink in and we begin to um, connect with the energy and the rhythm of the different seasons at deeper levels, uh, we, it helps us to just kind of review some of those like basic things that we already know because it creates a, a, a context and it helps us to also step through that threshold to cross into um, that new vibe and feeling that new energy. So for me, this season change is a significant point in the calendar year. And it's one that I absolutely love to mark with ceremony, ritual, and sacred practice. I always notice that as I begin to near this date, um, I begin to step more and more into fire ceremonies. They become this part, this active part of almost my day-to-day life. And um, that energy of just ritual and like honoring what wants to be kind of cleaned up um, and and let go. And there's this actual practical piece of like cleaning up the yard, cleaning up the space and, and letting things go and, and burning them through that. But then there's also the more the inner, this how it symbolizes some of the inner things that are also happening. What am I cleaning up and, and beginning to let go of? Um, so if you are, I'm going to just kind of pause for a second and just share that, um, if ceremony is something that you've been curious about, if it speaks to you, if you've been looking for an opportunity to just sink into a community ceremony, a ceremony with other individuals who are on a spiritual path for the fall equinox, I'd love to invite you to join me um, on the 22nd at 6 p.m. Central Time. I'm going to be hosting a virtual fall equinox ceremony. And uh, all you have to do is head on over to my website, lauriaandrus.com forward slash fall 22 and um, put just sign up right there. It'll give you some basic details and then it'll uh, pop you into um, a 
some other information and send you an email and all that fun stuff. So, um, and give you the details for the event. So I would love for you to join us if that speaks to your heart and feels aligned for you at this time. All right. So diving back in, <laughs> let's get back into this. Um, let's talk about this false, this dark half of the year. That's actually where, when I tuned into this episode and what wanted to be discussed, um, that was the piece that actually showed up first. The importance and significance of really mindfully, consciously crossing that threshold into the dark half of the year. Now, the equinox really opens that gateway and there's a there's a bit of different energy in the first half and the second half of the fall season. Now the first half is very much an energy of um, harvesting, letting things go, clearing, creating space, preparation. Um, you know, we can see this from the logical perspective. I shared earlier that, you know, I seem to step into more ceremony and part of that is also yard cleanup. It's part of the harvest. It's part of the um, symbolic letting things go and cleaning things up. Um, it's a wonderful time to really begin that. And then the second half of the fall season, we step into a place where we really begin to like go deeper and deeper within. And we're, we call and con we're called to connect with more introspective um, dreamy uh, type of energy. I think each of us has a different sense or feeling or experience with regards to entering into this dark half of the year. And that can depend on where we are on our personal journey. It can be reflective of what's unfolding in our lives currently, experiences we've had in the past, things that um, are a little less comfortable for us. Because this season really does begin to invite us internal into our inner worlds and to do the, the aspects of inner exploration and be lovingly present with ourselves, to listen within in new and meaningful ways. So if you're someone who has a little bit of a reluctancy or hesitation or is not too fond of the dark half of the year, I hope that as we move through this episode, it'll just open up a little space for you to experience it a little differently. And if you're someone who loves this time of the year, awesome. Hopefully this will give you some insight as to maybe deeper understanding of why you really enjoy this season um, and how you can even benefit from it yet, um, how you can even further benefit from this season. <laughs> okay, so from a, a creative cycle perspective, we when we think about the, the energy of create creation and creating things, our lives continuously move through creative cycles. There's times when we are active in our creation, sharing in our creation, dreaming our creation, and resting. And fall is the season that comes right after the, the energy of the share, the bright, full brilliance. Something has come to life and, and has been really brought into the world. So the season itself calls us into the beginnings of more of a restful type of energy. And if we begin to look at this dark half of the year as supportive of the ways that we create, it, um, it's really, it's kind of fun to begin to play with it. And we can learn how to navigate it in 
new ways. So on my list of um, kind of things that are a part of this creative cycle, this aspect of the creative cycle, the intro is um, dreaming, imagining, listening it within, introspection, doing the work behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, in everything that we create, there's always an aspect that happens and unfolds behind the scenes. If we're trying to get a new job, some of the behind the scenes work is preparing our resume, getting it out, um, submitting it to uh, potential new positions. Um, it's tuning into what, what types of opportunities would we like. A lot of those things are fall, winter sorts of um, dark half of the year, reflective types of things. Um, when I think about within my own work, when I'm dreaming, envisioning, and coming up with ideas for um, what I want to bring to life in my work, that's, that's the winter behind the scenes sorts of things. Every part of change and growth and evolution in our lives requires a bit of behind the scenes activity and letting ourselves sink into that from the place of um, just really uh, enjoying it, indulging it, giving ourselves permission to, to really do and um, facilitate the new foundation for any change we want to experience in our lives. That's really a big piece. It, the, the fall and winter, the activities of those seasons, um, that dark half of the year is really laying a foundation. It's where we focus our energy into what it is that we really want, how we want to experience life in similar ways and in different ways. It's how we begin to open our hearts to new ideas and possibilities, how we allow ourselves to love up on those new ideas and possibilities. It's a time when we offer ourselves extra self-care, extra nurturing. We sink into some restorative types of activities and energy. We create space for um, lots of extra self-care. We open our hearts to new possibilities. It really is that time where when we're opening the space for the new ideas and possibilities, we're laying that new foundation. And that foundation is essential. You know, sometimes I talk about it as planting seeds and like nurturing the seeds and allowing them the space to grow. It's the same sort of energy. We're tuning in and creating space and creating a foundation for what it is and how we want to experience life differently. It's such an important part of our creative cycle. Okay, so now that we have all of that <laughs> extra stuff um, talked about, we're gonna sink into the, the four um, core pieces that wanted to come forward for today's message. And the first one was to talk about harvest. Yeah, harvest is such a cool um, aspect of the fall. It's when we really receive, we receive the gift, the, um, yeah, the gift, the benefit, the, all the, the, um, like everything that we've 
laid down and worked for and prepared for and planted in our lives, um, we allow ourselves to receive the gift of that. And sometimes that's more symbolic in that we bring awareness into um, a reflective type of energy. We spend time in reflection, which is actually number two. So um, allowing ourselves to be aware of what are the things that have been really amazing throughout this year and how can how can I let myself receive them at yet another level so really like letting our hearts warm and with love and like knowing of what we've experienced letting ourselves really um focus in on the energy of like how that feels how has our how does our life look different feeling that sense of gratitude. I love to, during this season, tune into things that I planted in the past year and reflect upon whether or not they actually match what I was wanting to create in my life. Did I actually plant the seeds I, uh, for what I wanted to harvest? This is something that came up really big in the sanctuary this past month um, to really begin to consider what we're planting and does it reflect what we're wanting. It popped up because I was considering some of the things that happen in our garden, in, in our vegetable garden. I always joke that Chris and I are not the best vegetable gardeners. And what I realize is that's actually not true. <laughs> the, the, what's, what actually is um, the story is more that what we plant hasn't always been exactly what we wanted to harvest. Mm. Isn't that a big awareness? So things would grow and then we didn't really harvest them or we didn't tend to them along the way because they weren't exactly what we'd, we knew we'd enjoy eating. But this year, we had a couple surprise things in our garden. One was that a random pumpkin plant just showed up. And that pumpkin plant, oh my goodness, <laughs> it has some massive, big orange pumpkins um, that we are going to so enjoy uh, picking and sharing with the neighborhood and um, using like, oh gosh, I'm so excited about them. It was such a fun surprise. It was a surprise. And so when I think about that energy of harvest, like receiving the surprises, receiving the delights, the unexpected joys and, and things that just show up as well. Mm. Such great fun. Harvest is such an interesting and joyful time. Let yourself find the delight and joy in the harvest. Okay, so this, that's number one is harvest. Number two is reflect upon it. Did you plant what you wanted to plant, what you wanted to harvest? Um, and then are there things that you're leaving in that you're not allowing yourself to harvest? And why not? I think that these two are really great reflection questions. Did I plant what I wanted to har what I want to harvest, and um, are there things that I'm leaving unharvested, and why? Mm. As we spend time with that, it helps us really focus in in our lives on maybe where we're letting our energy get scattered, and maybe where we need to call it back and focus it in on what really is important to us. Where do we find fulfillment? 
where do we find meaning? Where do we find connection? And where do we find connection in meaningful ways? And how can we create more of that? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. The third is to celebrate and honor. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is one of the reasons I absolutely love ceremony during this time of the year. Um, ceremony and ritual and sacred practice and playing with my altar and kind of, you know, shifting it to reflect the season. But the celebration piece is so important. As we're harvesting, as we're reflecting, as we're receiving, it's really important to celebrate the new clarity that we're receiving to celebrate what's showing up in our world, to celebrate the experiences and the wisdom that we've gleaned from the experiences that we've had, to give ourselves space to celebrate, to celebrate what has unfolded in the previous months, in the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. This is also where the honor piece to me, I, I think ceremony is such a great thing to um a great way to honor and celebrate, honor and celebrate, um, <laughs> to bring our experiences into the sacred and offer our gratitude, offer our gratitude to spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, so much love, so much gratitude for the wisdom, for the experience, for new relationships, for changes and shifts and dynamics. We all have different things that unfold at different times. And as we begin to pay attention to them, we celebrate them, our energy within begins to shift and change and align with that as well. Yeah. We want to create space for more of that. Also part of the honoring, um, one of the ways that I love to sink into this energy of honoring is to shift up my altar during this time of the year. Now, I'm a crystal gal, so things that I love to bring into my altar during this season is um, crystals and stones that reflect this new seasonal energy. One of those is, um, is citrine. It reminds me to celebrate my harvest. Another one is carnelian. It activates my inner fire, my sense of inner fire, and um, provides, like, creates the warmth and energy for uh, letting things go creating space and, um, and really working with that, my own inner fire as I'm working with the actual, the element of fire in ceremony and ritual. I also love to add, um, oh goodness, pyrite and, uh, smoky quartz. I also love a couple like golden calcites and stuff. Oh gosh, they can all be fantastic allies during this season. Tune in for yourself what crystals or stones want to be worked with during the season. Are there different um, things you'd like to add to your altar? Sometimes fall leaves can be beautiful. Nuts, um, we have an abundance of acorns falling. That's a fun thing to add. Um, at home, we have chestnuts. I love adding chestnuts to the altar. I shake up the flowers that, on the, that are on it. Let yourself tune in and Focus in on that energy of harvest, honoring, and creating space. Yeah, this is actually the fourth, the fourth wisdom message for the fall equinox, to create space. This is a really big one. Part of what happens as we harvest and we let ourselves fully receive 
and feel nourished and nurtured, we begin to also recognize what is complete in our lives, what, um, what worked, what didn't work in our lives, what's feeling aligned, what's not. And we can begin to honor and let go of what's complete, what's done, what's not working um, in ways that are um, reverent. Yeah, in ways that show reverence. And this for me is one of the key pieces about moving through this fall season and really stepping into the fall equinox, allowing it to be a, a, like a point where we say, ah, yes, I'm going to be conscious around creating space. Um, you know, there's funny things that we do, you know, they always talk about spring cleaning and stuff like that, but there's, there's a fall cleaning type of energy as well. In the gardens, we create space so that things can grow up quickly in the spring. In, at home, I'm shifting out things um, in my wardrobe to match the new season. I'm, and, and at the same time, I'm letting go of items that maybe eh, they don't, they're not a fit for me anymore. Like something shifted in my personality and it's time for the piece to move on. And this is a wonderful, wonderful way to begin to create space. Often as we do it in the physical way, in physical manners, we energetically do it and we do it on a soul level. We begin to have awareness around what just isn't working in our lives anymore and what do we need to let go of. Sometimes we need to lean in for support with that and sometimes um, it's just simply going through the action that creates the space itself. So let yourself have fun with it, delight in it, and enjoy it. And as we wrap up this episode, I want to once again invite you to join me for ceremony on the 22nd. I would love to connect with you. It's um, going to be a beautiful opportunity to just simply sink in and connect with your voice of inner wisdom and to, in a very honoring ceremonial way, move through actually these steps of um, harvesting, reflection, uh, celebrating and honoring and creating space. If you'd like to sign up, head on over to my website, lauriaandress.com forward slash fall 22. And uh, we'll see you on the 22nd. Until then, my sacred friend, have a beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. <laughs> Bye for now.